of jokes do you think he normally brainstorms? Uh, two, two, three, four. Two, three, four. Yeah. I got really? another one. I'm, I'm, uh, I got for about forty-five minutes in. It'll be like, like a, like a summer tentpole movie. Okay. Well, it's, definitely save it. The main feature. Hey, um, welcome to the Now You're Playing with Podcast podcast. It's the podcast for. I, I guess we're doing this whole thing again. We, no, that's just this, for the record. This, this we, slow we, roll. Yeah. we did such a bad job introing last time that uh, we have decided to restart, apparently. Hey, guys. I'm happy to be here, and I'm thrilled to be talking about Nintendo Power's <laughs> Dr. Mario episode, volume 19. Our, our guest introducing himself. <laughs> we're, 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 we're here with the doctor himself, uh, Andy Petruzzo. A- Andy, thanks for joining the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. I don't actually have a doctorate like... The aforementioned Dr. Mario, but I'll try my best. <laughs> or, wait, a master's is not a doctorate, right? All right, never mind. No, not, not at all. Not yeah, at those all. are different. <laughs> hey, welcome and, to the show. We go through issues of Nintendo Power Magazine. It's, it, what about a PhD, a PhD versus a doctorate? Which those is, are the same, harder. Right? You get a PhD, because PH stands for physical, and D is doctor, right? Do you guys ever have this in high school? Like... Everyone, anyone ever ask you, hey, do you get you got a PhD? And you're like, no. And they're like, potential homecoming date? <laughs> and it's like, that was, you know, that was hot shit back in the day. <laughs> That's pretty fun. Yeah. Did you, uh, what, did you have a homecoming date? <clears throat> Nintendo Power seems like a great... <laughs> Magazine with a lot of Nintendo features, and I'm excited to dive in. I was focused on my Dr. Mario career. Uh, hey, I'm I'm Weston Lee. I'm one of the co-hosts of the Now You're Playing with Podcast podcast. I'm joined by my other hey, joined by the co-host um, by Brett. We're we're writers in Los Angeles. All right, writer boys. Um, we keep doing this for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys. I like you know. Honestly, we should we should get in the fucking rails here. Uh, all right, so the cover. I refuse. The cover of this issue is uh, uh, Doctor Mark. <laughs> Wait, hang on. We can't. We can't. We have to talk about issue seventeen, the Final Fantasy Guide. <laughs> <laughs> what is there to say, really? I mean, a great game and great uh, strategy tips. So, if you're just joining us, uh, they've been alternating. So they do six issues of Nintendo P a year. And then on the off months, they've been doing strategy guides. This time it's Final Fantasy. Uh, I, I don't actually want to spend a lot of time on this. I just want to point out that the I really hate the artwork in this. It, it's, nice. it's not great looking. Uh, also, but there's a, like a lot of ma- maps and charts and stuff. So if yeah. you're gonna if you're gonna play that game, seek out this guide. If ye hold ye quest dear. If you made the art for this issue, go fuck yourself. You suck. <laughs> Get a different job. Get it's just a- the thing where they're trying to like westernize it, and it just doesn't. It's just not doing it. I always thought Final Fantasy was like a really nerdy thing to like. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I kind of do agree with that. Like, I is it? I, I remember that was like you're for sure a nerd if you like Final Fantasy. Yeah, I was like mm, Final Fantasy. I like it. That's just how you talked, right? You, well, that's just you, how you, I talked. Yeah, 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 but um, he's really no. just saying, yeah, Final Fantasy. Do you like it? Yeah, well, like I feel like nowadays, like uh, as a kid, it it felt shameful to like Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, it, it felt like um, figuring out someone like if like 
it felt like I like admitted to liking cartoon porn or something like that. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah. Like yeah. the same the, the shame I have for doing that now of liking cartoon <laughs> porn. Yeah, is <laughs> what it would be like of liking the game. Final yeah, it'd be like you're in a, a job interview in, in 1990, right? And yeah, in 1990 before I was born. Yeah, in a job interview, it'd be like, "Hey, tell me about your experience," and you're like, "I like I like watching Marge get banged." <laughs> I like watching Lois from Family Guy get banged. What is by, by, by Stewie? <laughs> Why would <laughs> Lois? <laughs> Lois? <laughs> I never understood the appeal of that. Like, why <laughs> Stewie fucking Lois? Yeah, that specifically. No, I just mean like anything involving uh, The Simpsons or Family Guy, like <laughs> sitcom cartoon wife. <laughs> Like why? Why would you? Why would you be down for that? Yeah, who, exactly. who made that and why? Yeah, it's like oh, I know. Oh, I got an afternoon free. I know what I'm gonna put. I'm gonna. I know what I'm gonna call up on the old computer. Do you? And do you think? Uh, do you think sometimes people are doing that because it's funny? Right. <laughs> I hope no, so. I don't know. I feel like sometimes. Uh, I do. I do think sometimes people do it because it's funny. Like it's funny to them to to draw like. Um, Bart. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't want to hear the rest of the description of this imaginary uh, video. Here. Yeah, I, I do. And, I, like, I, I think, honestly, like, I, I bet at least 5% of the people creating those videos are doing it because it's funny to them. I, Get yeah, this, guys. I hope so. I think Bart you do hope is so. at Camp Krusty in the bunks. Anyways, oh, wow. let's move on. <laughs> wow. If anyone is an artist out there, feel free to surprise us with a mp4 and mov send it to now don't playing with he's a guest he doesn't get to no gmail that's not our address <laughs> playing dot podcast at do you think stewie would be like mummy 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 but yeah i feel like final liking final fantasy is similar to liking you know this kind of stuff we've been talking about <laughs> yeah it's, it's, right. not, it's the same there's definitely like a venn diagram mix of, it's a circle uh yeah, but I, I like Final Fantasy. Do you, do, you, do you guys like Final Fantasy? I it's always one of those things that I occasionally try it every couple of years, including renting the original game. Yeah, I rented it. I was I probably that. like a dumb kid. I was like, I don't get it. I want to play something with lasers. Because <laughs> um, you're more of a. Would you say you identify more as a sci-fi guy over fantasy guy? I you know I would for whatever reason it's got to be you know lasers and spaceships versus knights and castles. Do you? Um, do you have a, even though castles are essentially spaceships and yeah, it's the same thing. Well, that's why I like vampire hunter D the anime because the spaceship, because the castle is a spaceship. Do you, um, do you have like a stigma at all towards fantasy stuff or do you feel like, like, do you like, cause that's a big thing. Like a lot of people don't like fantasy because they think like, Oh, I'm not a nerd. I don't like fan. Like that is like, not to like, I guess make fun of that, but like. That is like there is. I've noticed with fantasy more than anything else, there is like a barrier of entry. There. Mm. Like you, if if you aren't comfortable with it, you just don't even give it a try. Do you feel like you are on that camp a little bit? Well, let me put it in video game terms. I really like. <clears throat> Weston was getting me into Destiny Two recently. Oh hell yeah! Now we're talking. And I like it a lot more than the Diablo games. And when you think about it, they're really kind of the same game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Destiny is. I mean. I don't mean to drop this on you, but Destiny is pretty much fantasy. What? But I mean, like oh, that's a, like I my mean, whole Star- life is a lie. 
Star Wars. There's like science fiction stuff in it, but it has a magical space ball that gives you powers. It's true. There are witches on the moon. Yep. Uh, Moon is basically a giant fantasy keep. And I mean, I'm the other way. It's like if something's fantasy, I immediately like. I like just enchanted. Like nobody. Like the 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 third. Oh uh, yeah, uh, is, like the Futurama Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, full circle is that, here. Is that better or worse um, than Family Guy? Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't think it's, it's definitely competently made. But I think just the fact that it's, uh, castles and stuff makes me like it. We should move to this issue of Nintendo Power, where <laughs> on the cover, the cover, we we see a fantasy, which is antibiotics actually being able to destroy viruses. <laughs> uh, it's it's Doctor Mario. How, yeah. how was that yeah. joke? Is that funny, guys? Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, because uh, definitely not. I, apparently, antibiotic resistance kills 1.6 million people a year. It's it, no, it's a serious thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, there's a really cute diorama of uh, said doctor. Well, like what? What are they throwing uh, some Nintendo of America employees benzaprine into uh, <laughs> a Mason <laughs> jar? Yeah, it's Howard, it's Howard Lincoln's. Uh, Prozac. <laughs> yeah, benzaprine is an ointment, isn't it? I'm, I'm like misspeaking. I just wanted a medical. I mean, at the very least, like, it, I feel like whoever, like, seeing this, I feel like whoever made Mario was just like playing little games with his pills, and was like, this could be. Yep. Mario's playing a pill game. Yeah, yeah, he's like, I have an idea for a video game. What if Mario throws pills? And they're like, What the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, No, 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 really, it's really good. <laughs> and it was good. Uh, also, uh, apparently <laughs> yeah. the player's poll is going to send you to, to uh, Super Bowl. People love Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario is good, even though Mario's not a doctor. I don't know if it was because of Smash Bros or what, but like, I feel like there's like, I don't know, but I feel like there's like a game called Fireman Mario and he's a fire, like, like, I feel like there's all these weird Mario games and this feels like Hotel just, Mario. Yeah. This feels like this should have just been one of those weird ones, but it stuck around. For yeah. Mario Pie Cross. You don't. People don't talk as much about that one anymore. Yeah. My question is, so Dr. Mario hits so close to Tetris hitting. Like, is this Nintendo attempting to fully own a puzzle game that is very similar? 100%. All right. They, they're, pop, they're popping out a lot of puzzle. Like, there's a Yoshi puzzle game. There's a Wario puzzle game. Oh, yeah. Wario's Woods. Wario's Woods. That's later, though. That was the last NES game in, like, 1995. Because I think it was also on the Super Nintendo, but it was oh, so, it was so good that it was, it put it on both. I tried to play it on Switch. I don't get it. I had it on um, Wario's Woods mm-hmm. mm. on the game Animal Crossing know. for the GameCube. All and right, you could get all the old NES games oh, in, right. it, in the game, and Wario Woods was one of the uh, one of the big ones for me. Is this this is a holiday issue, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess December. So. Man, I. Man, I feel like we dropped the ball. I should have done another Sears catalog gift exchange. This would have been so fun. And, yeah, uh, instead we spent the same exact time to talk about a uh, Sears cat. Yeah, that, talking all, about all cartoon time, pornography. Uh, yeah, look at that tree. Uh, Nintendo Power doesn't have the guts to use the word Christmas, but they do reference Christmas trees. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're still saying Christmas, guys, aren't we? On, on this podcast. On this yeah. podcast, we say Christmas. We say Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I'll say I'll say uh, <laughs> happy holidays, but more importantly, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas, everybody. To all of our, to those who celebrate Christmas uh, out there, I hope you had a wonderful holiday season. I realize this episode will be coming out uh, some point in the winter or spring, but um, <laughs> I hope you had a, a wonderful holiday. 
Yeah. And, and may I extend future Christmas greetings to, uh, to both you and you and, and your families. Oh, well, thank you so much. <laughs> future, future Christmas greetings to you too. Oh, thank you so much. And also to you, I would also put myself. Oh, you don't have to do that. That's that's nice. No problem. No problem. Mailbox. I think Peter would be shocked to walk into his bedroom and to see his baby son that's, fucking his <laughs> wife. Isn't that the plot of an Ari Aster short film? Who's that? He made Hereditary. Oh, uh, Midsummer. Those. Mo- I don't. I. Stay away. They seem like they would be scary, and I haven't seen them. I actually um, was really annoying once um, when watching Hereditary. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, well, or what's, what's the one where it's like daytime, they're in a cult? Midsummer. Midsummer. Uh, I was watching it, I, uh, uh, an ex was, was like, this is a good movie, let's watch it. And me and my friend Chase, on the podcast sometimes, the whole time we were just drunk coming up with a very complex game plan of how we would escape the cult. <laughs> the, and we were just talking over the movie. We were like, all right, you want to find it? You, clearly, you can't stay around here. We got to find a river, go north. And like, no social awareness of how what we were doing was not cool. Were you watching with people? Yeah, well, it was with one girl who really, really was like, this is a good movie. You should watch it. This is good. And the whole time, we're just like, all right, so you want to become the recruiter because the recruiter in the cult gets to leave the cult. So you got to fake... And so we just like create like three different like complex strategies. And I don't remember any of the movie. Cause leaving a cult would be hard. It seems like a, a creepy kind of scary horror movie. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's, it's like got a, a weird, cult. I would argue that the most, I don't know. Everybody talks about the cliff scene being the most disturbing, but I honestly think the sister, the suicide at the beginning is the most disturbing, which does not take place at the creepy cult. It's just in a room. Hmm. They show that, is that like yeah, when she's got the uh, exhaust f- tube taped to her mouth with duct tape. Man, we were not paying attention from the very fucking Sorry, anybody who's not seen <laughs> Midsummer is really I looking never forward gave to that it. movie a chance. Uh, that movie is incredibly disturbing, uh, although I'd argue Hereditary is dramatically more disturbing. Hmm. A, a movie that's not disturbing are the Paddington movies. <laughs> People, uh, they're delightful. We're here at the uh, Player's Pulse. This is where people write letters to Nintendo. Uh, we have the, uh, this is the result. A few issues back, they were like, hey, send us your worst Nintendo nightmares. I thought this was fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, I thought this fun. was very fun. I think this is better than the letters we normally get. I think Agreed. having a prompt that people talk about makes it easier to follow. I think this was a massive improvement for the magazine. Yeah, you don't get the, the curveballs that you get when you just let people submit whatever. Yeah, because then you're just going to get kids just... You know, when you ask kids to talk, they're just going to say random shit. Yeah. Or, or like the the grandfather doing the poem about playing Nintendo so he doesn't become a drunken adulterer. It is, yeah, it is. It's like the people need a little bit of guidance. They need a little, like these are little sheep. We got to, got to. Well, that's the way I feel about, um, is kind of a tangent, but that's the way I feel about government. People kind of need to be shaped and controlled. Okay. Okay, cool. Anyway, but I, we can talk about that later. It just I feel very strongly about that. <laughs> uh, do you guys have a favorite? Kind of is that with? Is that? I don't know enough about politics. It's that. More yeah, your ideas sound be, really good. Tell us more. Would be liberal, right? That, that's uh, not. No, I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> that's, that's not liberal. <laughs> I, I, no, yeah. You want? I thought. But I thought. Like, like people ruling with an iron fist. Yeah, right? you know you, what you want is a, is a government that has authority. Is it that Republican? Uses authority. Like, I, but I thought they wanted less government. In theory, they do. Yeah, here's the thing. 
Anyway, this first letter I really like. It's called a sticky, <laughs> a sticky situation. A sticky situation. And I think this is this is a. a they save the first one for uh, the best one for first because this is a very horny post. That Wait, she's what? talking about it's it's sticky. She says she's thirsty. She says birds are watching. I feel like you're really misrepresenting the actual letter. <laughs> are you just trying to cover for your right wing rant that you almost went on? Uh, yes. <laughs> Well, so in this one, it's it's like a Rube Goldberg disaster that happens where yeah, it is. It's very Rube Goldberg like. Uh, <laughs> so this kid went to go get a Pepsi. No trademark icon on the Pepsi. That's uh, the word Pepsi. That's weird. And a friend walked in to see how far along I was. Uh, my parakeet had climbed out of its cage to observe. Then my friend jumped onto the bed, startling the bird. The bird knocked the Pepsi over and it hit the reset button on his Nintendo. And, tape, and he tape spilled Pepsi all over himself. Yeah, and it was all an OK Go video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, they were on treadmills or something, I don't know. So so like a, a young millennial would describe this as an OK Go video. An elder millennial, or geriatric millennial, if you will, would describe it as a Rube Goldberg puzzle. Yeah, I think that is the difference. Because back in the 1940s, Rube Goldberg was like the shit, and we all know him. Was mm-hmm. he... Is Wait, that- when was Rube Goldberg actually around? Oh, was there really like... Was there a guy named Rube Goldberg? If if that's true, that's news to me. Uh, he has a website, RubeGoldberg.com. <laughs> and he came up with Rubik's Cube? Like did, like the game Mousetrap? And the, Wait, did he a, really? I don't know. Isn't that isn't the game Mousetrap sort of a classic example of, of a Rube, Rube Goldberg? Goldberg? Yes, that uh, absolutely, absolutely is, yeah. yeah. Well, I find I find the game Mousetrap equally as implausible to the to the sticky situation story. Do we think this really happened? That a uh, rat would be ca- ca- captured in such a complicated way. Yeah. <laughs> if I have rats in the house, I'll, po- I'll poison please. them. One step, please. What'd yeah, ma- a mousetrap. One step, please. Yeah, I don't need 17 steps. Yeah. I got, I got one, enough ha- aggravation in my step life. Step one, hired a mouse hitman. That mouse has a tiny pistol. That mouse finds your other mouse. Mm-hmm. That's the sound the tiny pistol makes. It's like a little pop. They should name that mousetrap after you. It's just a gun. <laughs> it's a gun. Uh, I was really fond of this one where somebody accidentally drops a bunch of Game Boy cartridges into the toilet. Yes, it, it flushes them. The story <laughs> labeled flushed with pride. So he, he not, not only dropped them in the toilet, but he panicked and flushed it. Well, I feel like this the story is missing key context because this little boy, David, is like counting his Game Boy game packs on the toilet. Like why, why oh, is that what he was that? doing with the... He was holding four game packs. And at first I was like, how did Nintendo tapes get caught in the toilet? But it's Game Boy cartridges. Can I throw a conspiracy theory? Maybe yeah. he just was bored and flushed his Game Boy games and was like, Mom, I have such an accident. Oh, I was counting my... I was I sitting in the toilet counting my Game Boy games when the darndest thing happened. Some of them, <laughs> some of them fell in and then I fell back and hit the flush. This and like, this is not some sort of crazy scheme to get new Game Boy games, David. Yeah, you didn't want you didn't want freaking Elmo's Learning Adventure, the Game Boy game. <laughs> I love that. Oh the, my god! <laughs> you gotta give me the new. Now you gotta give me the new Battleship Battle Star Galactica. Mom, yeah, mom, I flushed, but I I flushed uh, Sesame Street Learning One Two Three down the toilet, <laughs> and I need I need Super Mario Three. <laughs> I, I need Super Mario Three. Or this Christmas is bad. It's gonna be bad for me. I'm a little okay. So, 
The next thing that happens is they call the maintenance guy at their building, their apartment building, I guess. And um, he's like, I can dissolve these tapes with chemicals. So he throws a bunch of lye down the drain. And that doesn't... <laughs> I don't... Okay, so I don't know fully what lye does. It was in Fight Club? I don't know. Or wasn't this in like Breaking Bad, like... If you want to like dissolve a body in your bathtub, don't you? Oh, d- I, does lie work for that? I, I, I feel like it's one of those sort of body dissolving things. So what yeah. happens is they call the maintenance man. <laughs> he hitches up his overalls. He's like, lie, dissolve a body. I know what we need to do. And uh, it doesn't work. Not only that, but when they eventually get the tapes out, because they have to call a plumber or whatever, all of them end up running after they dry it out, including ones that have been under- submerged in water for like days. That's pretty embarrassing for the plumber, that this <laughs> idiot... His idiot idea got published. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah. He's he's lucky Yelp didn't exist in 1990. <laughs> Any plumber where it's just like I don't know how to solve this problem, and you can see the plumber looking outside the window to his truck where there is a crate of dynamite, and he's like, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it's great that they still worked. I mean, that's just that's just tech, the old technology. Just not only did the lie not dissolve the Nintendo tapes, they still ran later. Yeah. Have you guys ever dropped dropped your iPhone into the toilet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't, honestly. I do will you, will you like uh take a little a little uh splash splash in the pee out of your out of your penis? The uh, fuck? Like Wait, when you, <laughs> sorry, I I mean, I mean start 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 here. I, okay, let's yeah, cut yeah. that cut that out. Uh I don't think I can. Okay, well fuck. Uh so will so you your penis like, is splashing around. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm tuning the crudeness down. Right, I'm done. I'm going to be family friendly for the rest of this episode. Uh, will you go on the? Will you like pull out your phone when you're taking a piss? Totally. That's yeah, what phones are for. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, where if you were to drop it, it would drop it. Well, I'm I'm on uh, some Reddit that's about how you shouldn't be on devices or shouldn't be on, you know, shouldn't use electronics. And there's one today about like how sad is it that we can't even go to the bathroom without being entertained with our phones, and it's so true. Yeah. Anyway, that's sort of a thing that I wanted to bring attention to. Um, like you did at the top of the show, that very important issue, which escapes <laughs> me now. But people shouldn't be <laughs> using electronics and shouldn't even be li- listening to this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> this podcast is, uh, yeah, let's grab it. You should be listening to this on a vinyl record uh, powered by solar. I was going to say wax cylinder, but I like what you you're feel, dropping. Do you feel like you're on your phone all the time? Uh, according to screen time, I'm on it for two to three hours a day. That's not crazy. That's actually pretty restrained. Yeah, that's, that's okay. You got, do you like your phones? No, I'll go on like one or two, one or two hours a day. <laughs> hey, we're here at, uh, Solar Jetman. Michael had this game, Andy. Do you remember that? I, yeah, I do remember this that. It was hard as shit. I remember being so bad at Solar Jetman. It's it's a game by Broder Bund, if I remember correctly. Oh, this is a rare game, right? It's a rare game. Or maybe Rare published it? Yeah. I mean, that's what you said. Last issue, mm. you said this was Well, a I rare hope game. I'm not wrong. You might be wrong. You got to cut that out of the... got to re-record the last episode. Yeah, I... Uh, this is a... Well, uh, this would be uh, for Andy. It's a space game. You like space. Yeah, so you it's like... Space. like yeah, I can get behind this. Yeah. I don't see Final Fantasy in the title. I, I would be... I would be caught playing this game. But if you were like riding a dragon in no. Nerdville. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, L- no, like no, the no. movie, 
Although if I'm trying to kill dragons like the movie Reign of Fire, that would be cool. I don't um, know what movie that is. It's, did, a, it's a Christian Bale movie where they kill uh, it's a cr- It's a Christian film? Yeah, it's a Christian Where dragons movie. destroy the earth? What about Beowulf with Ooh. Angelina Jolie? Yeah, that movie's great. Uh, Beowulf. So I remember always dying on the first level of this game because it's got gravity like a lunar lander thing, but your guy can thrust in any direction. Uh, it's really hard. <laughs> Sounds like me in college. <laughs> nice. <laughs> God damn it. Howard and Nestor. We're here at Howard and Nestor, the high point of the uh, of the issue. Yeah. Uh, hey, it's a Maniac Mansion uh, comic strip, guys. I had to look up what Maniac Mansion was because I, I really didn't remember what it was. That game, we were talking about that in the last episode. We want to play it, but not on an NES with a mouse. My understanding, according to my exhaustive research, is that it was a Lucasfilm game. Yeah. Made on PC. Yeah. And then turned into an NES game. Yeah. Well, first it was ported by Jellico, and it was awful. Okay. And then a different company put it out. It was like, we can do better. Wait, and really? It, and it was better. And then there was a it was there was a Canadian TV series created by Eugene Levy. Oh yeah, loosely based on the video game. Have you watched any clips from the series? Because I watched a couple. No, I haven't. They're atrocious. I I was like, oh, Eugene Levy, I like him. There's something off about it though, because it, it's like, because like your your theory, Brett, was that it was wouldn't it be like Monsters of the Adams Family, where it's like, look at this wacky family, but it's not. Like the family's weird, but it doesn't. Something's wrong. Something's wrong with that show. That's what. Well, I've, is is it? Well, they got maniacs. Maniacs in a mansion. Yeah, that was probably it. So, anyways, like Howard Brett, and Howard and Nestor are. <laughs> Brett, does the term maniac mansion mean anything to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. I think it does. Oh, it, Nintendo oh, Nintendo what, Power what has had on the weekend. Uh, Hey, uh, the uh, the last couple of issues of Nintendo Power have had a lot of Maniac Mansion stuff in it. Um, uh, yeah, it's I, like I, stop I, trying to make Maniac Maniac Mansion a thing. Wasn't it a huge hit when it came out? I though? don't know. <laughs> so they're Howard Nestor and Razor. So they brought one of the teenagers from Maniac Mansion in, and I think because she has hair similar to Nestor's, they've decided that she's going to be like into him. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you guys. I've I've been away for uh, many episodes. I didn't know if Razor was a new character in the Howard and Nestor pantheon. I hope she shows up again. I yeah. mean, she's she's cute. She's she's certainly, pretty cute. Certainly cute. I will be looking up <laughs> for some potential other videos involving her later. Yes, I will be going on a web search later on. Stewie, Peter Griffin. <laughs> Well, it's yeah, it's interesting. There is a tentacle in this, and the sequel to Maniac Mansion is Day of the Tentacle. Yeah. Oh, wait, is that actually a sequel? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But uh, yeah, we'll get to the tentacle. So, I don't know what happens in this incredible story. Uh, yeah, they just like they I think ended we the, split up. They ended like Nestor's trying to be cool to the uh, the girl. Razor He's, likes Nestor, just outright is down. Like, I, yeah, it was, in why? a way that nobody has acted oh, towards really? I Nestor. I thought she was like being sarcastic. I, I felt like she's full on flirting with him. Yeah. Oh, oh really? I thought it's she weird, was. It's like, weird that us, like people who are, you know, Andy and I are pushing like uh, mid 40s at this point. And we I'm both. 57. Were, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my mistake. I'm 48. And I'm 
17. I said mid, but I really meant late. <laughs> I use Rob Lowe's skin cream. That's my secret. God damn, you Matt. look good. <laughs> and unless you smile and then all the wrinkles come back. I'm very wrinkly. Uh, yeah, so they're, <laughs> so he's, she's either flirting with him or she's not. That's a good I, point. I thought she, she made, was like making fun of him. No, I think she's, I think she's like into him. And oh, like really? A, and, she does. Honestly, that's like one thing that like Howard Nestor has been missing is like kind of drama and like relationships. And yeah. Stuff like that. And yeah. What, what the, what the comic is needed is a girl who really wants to bone Nestor. Right. Yeah. yeah I think that's what all, all the readers were wanting. It makes yeah. me like Nestor more because- Hey, Razor's a total babe. Hey, good good job, man. How'd you But I think she's like how'd he's, you impress he's too her? young for her. Uh, he's not into, he's not into it. Technically illegal. How old right. do you think Nestor is here? I think Nestor is like nine. <laughs> <laughs> that that's gonna land on the recording like we're laughing derisively at you, like, oh really? Mm. How well but how old do you think the girl is? I think the girl is like twenty. Twenty? Yeah. She's supposed to be isn't the character in the game a teenager? I don't know. So she's like sixteen. Let's say eighteen to be safe. But she's wearing like a. <laughs> she just turned eighteen, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so they they go through. There's like no, no, funny. No, this is still illegal because Nestor's a thirteen year old. Oh, Nestor's thirteen. Yeah, is he, he really? You said that. What Did he, he, say, he said he was nine. I said he was nine. Oh, so yeah, nice. We <laughs> even worse, Andy. We were pretty sure I that he was in his twenties. There was a point where Nestor had his shirt off, and he was like built like somebody in their twenties. So we just assumed Nestor was a short king, like he was like twenty seven. Wow! So like Andy Milanakis, yes, like Andy Milanakis. So they go through different, you know, crazy shit happens. There's a mummy and a big tentacle, and a a nurse has a chainsaw. There's a um, there's a frame where. It looks as if Nestor's head is being chainsawed off, and I got really excited. Well, so he he finds the end. Of the con- he thought this was the end. <laughs> yes, yeah. So he finds a weight bench and tries lifting some weights to well, he's like, he's impress to imp- Razor. He's and trying then, to impress her. That's, yeah. that's the whole arc, right? And he can't. Uh, and then he decides to take a shower, I guess, because he hasn't today. <laughs> he has to take a shower, doesn't yes. he? Yes. But there's a mummy in the shower, um, and then yeah, he finds uh, the tentacle. And then, yeah, he sees the, the chainsaw guy. Well, and- he finds the tentacle, and then he says, Yarg, and runs away. But then the tentacle thinks, why does not? Why does nobody like me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you point that is a thing that happens in, in the comic. <laughs> yeah, this. I, so I, I'm just, I guess I, I'm pretty interested in this whole tentacle uh, uh, scenario. Yeah, do you want to maybe say a little bit more about the tentacles? <laughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm curious, like, if they're, um, I, I, I don't know, I'm just seeing potential. <laughs> Oh, for like other like videos and stuff. <laughs> Potential videos. Maybe get Stewie involved. Okay. Uh, right. So Razor, like Nestor is hiding outside thinking about potentially being decapitated by a chainsaw, which fair enough, that, that's frightening to me. Yeah. And then uh, Razor is like, uh-huh, in hiding. And she looks so... She's like turned on. It's Man, sultry. We, we, we so read this. This is a Cinemax softcore movie. We right so now. read this differently. I thought, um, <clears throat> I thought she was t- just making fun of him the whole time. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. I, you know, as, as we establish, I'm almost sixty, and I <laughs> see a young woman, <laughs> and I assume that she's always, 
you know, interested. Uh, Alex. Yeah, I, I think this is <laughs> different def- generations. This is maybe a case of like Nestor um, being out of his depth. Like he 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 can't handle her. She's she's an older woman. Yeah. So let me get this straight. He's he's afraid of everything in the house. And yeah, there are scary things happening in the house. Yeah. I mean, would you be afraid if there was a mummy in your shower? Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm not saying I would do better in this situation, but she's just watching him get freaked out over, you know, different things and like, hmm, a hunk in hiding. I think (laughs) maybe what's most remarkable about this is the comic doesn't really end. They're still flirting at the end of the comic. And then Howard's like, in so many words, he's like, I really wish I hadn't have brought these two. They're going to have sex in the back of my van. Yeah, he's like... Like when we're leaving the Maniac Mansion. Howard, Howard's getting cucked by Nestor. <laughs> I don't... Do you think Howard brought Razor to like hook I up think, with him? I think he did. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, I, think, I think it was supposed to be a date like, hey, I have access to the Maniac Mansion. And then like a fucking kid came, you know, with them and then... Shouldn't have brought him. Shouldn't have brought him. Yeah, so this is a, this is a Howard story, isn't it? This is like Howard oh, interesting. So, yeah, blowing that, it with a girl. This is like uh, the, the girl that I worked with at Best Buy. And I was like, hey, do you want to come drop acid with me and my friends? And then she hooked up with my friend. Who was an eight-year-old boy, right? He was an eight-year-old boy. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> there are many things that I did that I should not have done in that, in that event. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, I, I don't blame her. Like, honestly, if I saw someone, like, open their shower and there was a mummy in there and they were like, no big deal. This is Nora. Like, this is, I'm not scared. This is just a mummy in my It's house. a maniac I'd be, mansion. I'd be like, what's wrong with you? You should be scared of a mummy. Like, I feel like all of Nestor's fear is grounded in reality. So it just makes him, frankly, more attra- attractive to me. I see. So, like, yeah, I, I completely agree. If I was, like, peering in a... In a weird house, and I saw a little boy scared of stuff. I'd be, I'd be uh, all over him. Honestly, he basically does. <laughs> uh, he he does at one point. <laughs> I heard what you said. Um, he does at one point ignore Howard's game tips, <laughs> which is important. Howard's basically like, I have a bow tie, and I work for Nintendo. <laughs> they built an actual maniac mansion based on the game, based on the movie. <laughs> I'm not scared of mummies. <laughs> I'm not scared of chainsaws. Is there anything else that we need to touch on in this? I, I still maintain that like this comic doesn't have an ending, which it, this makes, it, ma- makes it my favorite. Yeah, 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 I agree. I think I honestly think no matter what, Howard brought in a, like some girl he probably matched. Oh, oh. All right. Uh, we gotta, <laughs> you're ready to go. And we're recording. All right, we're back. All right. We're welcome to the Nintendo Power. <laughs> a beer was spilled, so uh, uh, yeah, that I means sp- the segment is over. I spilled a beer, and I, I, I took. Uh, we all took charcoal tablets, and I think we're the next part of this podcast is going to go perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I think smooth sailing from here. <laughs> is there anything? Do we have any actual I, final thoughts on this one? This really is my favorite Howard and Nestor comic that I've ever read. To be honest with you, it's a lot better than the early ones, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't even hate. Nestor, it's like you can't blame him. He's eight. <laughs> He's spooked by mummies. I get it. Relatable. Yeah. Uh, uh, flirting with an older lady. Yeah, it's an eight year old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Go what, do you say, what do you say? Take me out back and make a man out of me. <laughs> More features. Little Nemo, Dream Master. Uh, did you ever watch this movie, Andy? No. Did no. you read any of the? comics that it was based on in the early 1900s i rented the game and i i did not care for the game oh really no all right this is a game where you throw can't you're like a little kid 
in pajamas and you throw candy at creatures yeah. to make them fall mm. asleep or something. Yeah. Mm. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's pass on that one. Uh, it does have a lot of like Mario vibes to me. He's got he's like writing a Yoshi character. He's um, writing. He just he apparently rides a lot of creatures. Uh, We're here at Counselor's Corner. Uh, I gotta say these counselor headshots. They definitely did an all mullets issue. Yeah, I, it is I, all mullets all the time. I know you once mentioned that you feel like they always like try to grab, like they when they get four pictures, they always try to like add a theme to it. Like was they, that? I thought you suggested that. Oh, maybe, was that me? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't me. know. Uh, but what, like somebody did. Sometimes they like try to grab people who look similar, and I really think that actually happens. And they, I think they on purpose grabbed four people with mullets uh, for their like headshots mm-hmm. for this for this. Does anybody here was the appeal of mullets ever explained to you? Like, does it? Some people still like mullets. Like mullets. Mm. Some people are still into mullets. Like, I unironically. Uh, uh, what's the like? Both. Does that huh. make sense? You know, sometimes you like really genuinely like something, but you're also kind of ironic about it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. I guess it was like it was certainly a thing. I mean, like MacGyver. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Um, Kirk Cameron, Bill Maher, Dennis Miller. I remember having some neighbors who had mullets. They weren't on television. Were they counselors? No. Uh, we lived in Texas. <laughs> is really, which Nintendo would be thrilled to remind you is super far from Seattle. I mean, I've had no problem. Like, I don't know. I mean, hairstyles all. Eye of the beholder, right? It's all hairstyles you know, come and hairstyles go. It just kind of doesn't really matter. It's it's just whatever's in style is in style. Whatever's not is not. It's that's like, true. I don't know. This but, one guy is. I love this one guy, Brian. He's like tossing frisbees, listening to Van Halen. <laughs> this guy's great. <laughs> we should find. We just hang out with this guy. Should have him on the pod. Think he still has a mullet. Probably. <laughs> once a mullet, all once you have one. Did you guys ever have a mullet? No. 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 I, I'm one of those people where uh, long hair would look extraordinarily bad. Oh, really? Have you gone for it? Well, sometimes... Or you, I, just, you just feel like you know. I have to get haircuts constantly because if I start to get neck hair, I look like some kind of gross zebra or horse. <laughs> can, you, what, can you just shave the neck hair? I could, but it, I don't know. I, I, have to get, I have to get my neck trimmed every two weeks. I'm a hairy, hairy boy. You know, I, I honestly, from... You don't seem like you'd be such a hairy guy, but you are. You like uh, I'm a swarthy Italian. <laughs> are, yeah, Italians are. I don't. I don't even know what my. Yeah, I'm a hair. I'm hairless. Yeah, like none. No, you got like a little stash right now. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, have either of you guys ever done like big moves through hair, or like, did you ever like? I shaved my head one time. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, do you feel like you made the right move going that a way? A lot of people, including Andy's dad. Told me I made the right move. So, oh, my dad told you that. Yeah, I went to go visit. I guess you weren't there or whatever. And he's like, "Hey," he just answers the door and standard Andy's dad stuff. Where he's like, "Oh, hey, Andy's not here. Good job. You, you look good, bald." And I was like, "Oh, thanks." Wow, that's a big compliment. That was pretty, very kind of him. Honestly, like, like I think looking good, bald is more important than just being generally attractive. Cause, <laughs> uh, like, I, I feel like. If I look good bald, being bald is probably better than having hair, right? Oh, it's so much easier. Yeah, it's like I like that's 
And the thing is, it's on, like only certain people can pull it off. It's true, right? I I would be horrible, horrible. Bald. I, I don't but think you, I but pull. you make it work. Yeah, I don't think I could pull. I think it's uh, down to forehead size, right? Yeah, I think so. I bet you guys could both do bald. I don't think so. Should we try? Mm-hmm. We should try. <laughs> Let's try right now. <laughs> guys, do you want to shave your heads right now? One time. I, you ever, <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. For an audio podcast? <laughs> We're doing it live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa, Brett, you look crazy. <laughs> One time in high school, I, uh, I shaved half of my beard because I thought it would be funny for some reason. That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Uh, Is that when we were doing the the job? We did that. Yeah, that s- was it. Send up of heist films. Yeah, it was a British guy. It was half of his face was shaved. Yeah, he's like half British, half French. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it was a vague accent. It's pretty, <laughs> um, pretty fantastic performance. Have you guys ever dyed your hair? Yeah. 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 You? No. You want to? Yeah. Right now. <laughs> How do you feel I'm about here? I got some uh, some of Ninja's personally branded blue head dye, so we can dye your hair Ninja blue. I painted my toenails. You did. We saw that. My my uh, niece painted them, and it's kind of coming off. Nice. How, how do you like it? Does it does it does it feel kind of like you know how, like when you get your hair cut, it kind of feels good. I actually really does, like it. And my you know what, my dad saw it, and I was worried my dad was going to make fun of me, but he liked it. Really? The painted toenails? Looks Wait. like we're both getting compliments from my dad. Sounds like your dad's just throwing them out. It's like 15, nope. it's like no. se- 17 years apart. Is, is it hard to get a compliment from your dad? Uh-huh. So, so. Yeah, in he's, two th- like, he's like the guy, he's like uh, uh, Logan Roy in Succession. So in 2005. Is that the dad? Yeah. <laughs> so in 2005, your dad gave me a compliment. And then and in, in 2021, 2021, he gave you a compliment. Right. Maybe in 2037, he'll give Brett a compliment. Oh, that would be amazing. I, I, um, I'm going to come into your apartment wearing like a Where's Waldo suit. Uh, and be like, hey, that there looks great. He is. That looks great on you, buddy. Hey, it's a Mega Man 3 poster. And honestly, this poster looks terrible. Oh, no. What? You don't like this poster? <laughs> Wait. You you, so you don't like it. I I feel like it looks like a. Or you um, like this poster? Yes, yeah. I, I, it looks like you like this face on yeah, Iceman. It, it looks you, like you think that looks okay. good. Yeah, it looks like a um. Uh, what would you call like what are those like? Ab- it's like it's like an abstract painting, right? It's like ab- it's abstract, right? <laughs> yeah. Somehow they managed to make these robots creepier than the cover art of Mega Man Two, which is already very disturbing. <laughs> but, yeah, they have. So this is also, we didn't talk about this last issue when it was the Ninja Gaiden 2 guide at the beginning that yeah. we skipped over. But there is some artwork in the comic in the Ninja Gaiden 2 guide where uh, the female protagonist, uh, she shows up and she is clearly, like, it was a Western artist trying to do anime proportions. Because she's, you know, the artwork in the game is all it's Japanese because Japanese developed. So yeah. she's she's an anime girl. And then this guy did like Western art that was like Western 
details. So it's like, you know, all the lines in your face and stuff are real, except you have huge eyes and like a tiny nose and mouth. And it looks wrong. It looks like the Alita movie, Battle Angel Alita movie. But it, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. This looks wrong too, is what I'm saying. It, I think it looks wrong in like a, in like a fun way. Yeah, it's like, it's like a robot body and a little innocent child face. Especially, I'm thinking of Starman. Or I don't know if it, that's Starman or Gemini Man, but the blue one, the little child face. Yeah. The, these, I mean, honestly, if I could, I'm going to use an analogy to paint a picture for our listeners. Um, if in the future where we have like robot servants and your robot servant decides to snuff out your life in the dark, you know, at night. And it's, um, so it takes a, uh, oh, I don't know, a toilet, uh, toilet lid, like the lid off of the reservoir in a toilet. And it uses it to pin you up against the wall. Like the last thing you're going to see is one of these child faces looking at you emotionlessly <laughs> as you black out and die. And I'm thinking that that's art. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, I know what I'd be thinking. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this in one bit. The, uh, the Could back of the poster stop? is, <laughs> The Could we of, not with this? What's the deal with getting strangled to death by my robot assistant? Uh, Castlevania 3 is on the back. It's a bunch of maps. Hey, Castlevania 3 is a good game. It's also very hard. Hard game, hard game. You know, I, I had uh, just a couple of quick stories. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want to... About, about some of the Game Boy games we skipped over. Oh, sorry. Uh, Let's do those. We'll take a break. <laughs> um, Dr. Mario on Game Boy. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Kurtz, my third grade teacher, let me borrow her kid's Game Boy. And the only game it had was Dr. Mario. I loved it so much. I wandered off to the local elementary school during the day. This was during the summer, and I was playing Dr. Mario for hours. Everyone was worried sick about me, and then they found me playing playing Game Boy. Wow. Did you... So you were hiding. Were you hiding? People? I was just like, I, I'm having so much fun playing this game. I, I want to go under a tree in the nearby elementary school. Anyway, it was it was great. Um, another Game Boy, uh, <laughs> DuckTales, a great game on NES. True. Also a great port on Game Boy. My wow. dad took me to Academy, and he bought me this game, and this was a rare thing. Academy had video games? They had they had Game Boy games. What is for Academy? Some for it's, it's like a, a sporting, sporting goods good store. store. Oh, yeah. wow. It's like Big Five or something. Yeah. Or Dick's. Like Dick's. Um, and then I, I loved this game, and then I lost it. And then for years, I always wondered where it was, and it was sort of like my white whale. <laughs> Because I had all my other Game Boy games, and then I really, it was my dream yeah, to find. I've had, I've had a couple of games like that. Yeah. 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 And two, like two or three years later, I found it, and I was so happy. Um, so that's my uh, that's you know, my. You know, you know my version of that is? What? Zoo Tycoon on the DS, which is honestly not the worst loss. <laughs> <laughs> Blessing in disguise, yeah. if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, the best anybody, thing that ever happened to me was losing that time. tape. Uh, sorry, but what's your third story? Oh, well, the other one is just kind of a comment. They, they're showing RoboCop on Game Boy. It's true. First of all, this, uh, this game is not appropriate for children. Uh, this movie is not appropriate for children. Thank you. Good call. They show a picture, stage two, you have to target the woman's rapist in the Game Boy game. Oh, my God, I totally missed this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let me go. Holy shit. This is on page 45 of the PDF. It's just oh, like my in, God. It's just like in the movie where the woman is being sexually assaulted and then he shoots through her dress to shoot his penis yeah he shoots his dick off <laughs> and this is that in happens the in the movie and you do it in the gameplay game look, you do it in the game i look. can't believe i missed this this is so insane right here 
Holy shit. I mean, I don't know if you shoot his dick. Holy but, shit. Uh, I just, you I just, you just, also, when you kill uh, Dick Jones, <laughs> when, when, the pre- when the president <laughs> fires him, it's the same fucking mechanic. This is crazy. Anyway. Didn't they have had like a like meeting where like they were asking like, do we think the Game Boy has the graphical capability to shoot off his dick? Or <laughs> do we do we have to just like have him like scrunch over? And there was like one person in the room that was like, I don't think we should do this. <laughs> and then you you they did a whip pan over and the president of the company was actively drooling out of his mouth in anticipation of all the money they were going to make. Right, right. And it was like, shut the fuck up, Jones. Get the fuck out of here. I got to say, honestly, like, I feel like when I was like eight, all that like people always talk about like, Grand Theft Auto, you can have sex with a girl. And Grand Theft Auto is freaking awesome. And, like, if there was a game where you shot someone's dick off, I think every little kid would want to play it. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember RoboCop on NES, and it's trash. Yeah, it's a terrible uh, game. I yeah. assume that the Game Boy version is worse. But, yeah, the meeting was probably like, hey, we shouldn't do that. And then Dick Jones is like, I'm very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a yeah, break. I don't even want to make this game anymore. <laughs> Hey, you're listening to the Now You're Playing With Podcast, the podcast. Are you ready? This is the beer break brought to you by Howard and Nestor. Hey, I'm Nestor. Um, glub up that beer, my friend. Here we go! The challenge is ice hockey. The power is Nintendo. It's as slick as ice, as fast as fury. Throw in your shoulder, dig in your blade, blast it in, or be blown away. Ice hockey only from Nintendo. Play RC Pro-Am. Play with power. Pull up to the start. Taste the challenge. The power of radio control. If you can't take it, you'll need dust. Radio control Pro-Am only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power. Wait, I think right. that was a real episode yeah, of Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that. It probably was. Honestly, hey. Game of Thrones, a lot of fisting. Too hey, much. welcome back. Oh, oh, sorry. Are we actually recording? Are we, we're recording. We That's recording? why I played the, ah, shit. the bumper. <laughs> All right. We're, okay, we're here. Hey, it's Castlevania 3. Uh, uh, this game's good. I don't know about you guys, but I would be scared as fuck to walk into Dracula's castle. I didn't like playing this game. Yeah. Is it the bats? Yeah, after I see after I see one bat, I'd be like, I don't think so. Yeah, For me, it's definitely Medusa heads. Yeah, I, I think I'm like, why do I have this whip in my hand? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, like the game. <laughs> yeah, like the game. I'm like, I, I don't remember bringing a whip into this castle. Uh, eagle-eyed <laughs> listeners may notice that the plot of Castlevania Three is what they based. Uh, uh, the animated show on. Oh, that's right. It's the, Trevor uh, Belmont and Sophia Belnads and Alucard. And I guess, I, I don't know if Grant Morrison, the thief, is in it. I didn't watch past. I think I only watched part of the second season. I remember being a child and figuring out that Alucard is Dracula backwards. <gasps> what? And uh, I was like, whoa. whoa. Who, who's that? Who's bad the, guy. It's like the bad guy. Dracula's son. Is he secretly Dracula? Does he turn into Dracula at the end? No, he hates him. That's why he's the main character of Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh. A game that if you've never played, you'd probably really like it because it's a classic Metroidvania thing. I, well, I mean, honestly, if I'm being honest, I'm not a huge Metroid. I, I, I like, like, I appreciate Metroidvania games, oh, but okay. I'm not like uh, super into them. Like, I, I always bounce off. Yeah. I really loved uh, the latest uh, Metroid. 
game. Metroid Dread, and I'm playing it, and I'm like, this is it's am- real good. amazing. Every second I play it, I'm like, this is a great game. I'm having fun. But I just don't want to keep, I, I don't want to keep playing. I, I, just, I feel like it's a great I, example of a Metroidvania. Um, Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread, because it's Metroid? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's my, uh, it's my little joke. What is, there, <laughs> is there ever a Metroid and Castlevania crossover game? Ooh. Called Metroidvania. <laughs> <laughs> so That's should, a good idea. They should make a game called Metroidvania where it's a well, Metroid. This kind of gets back to the fantasy versus, you know, sci-fi. So you're, de- you're, you're a Metroid guy. There was, oh, yeah. wait a minute. So not Dawn of Sorrow. What was the Aria of Sorrow is a castlevania game that takes place in the future then future of 2009 and you go into the moon and that's where the castle is honestly right wait the castle's on the moon yeah that's pretty sick it's i would love to one play of the, one of the best castle Metroid and castlevania at the olympic games <laughs> i think the, well, the winter olympics are coming up it might be still time you to might, you might get your wish but i feel like i just really want to underline this um i would be the uh if if the government said, "Hey, Andy, we need you to go stop Dracula," you know, in Transylvania or something, I would be like, "I'm not. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't want. I don't want, want to do that. I don't." But want if, to- if his mission was, "I need you to go uh, find the Metroids in Spaceland," and um, yeah, it seems like a bad deal, I wouldn't want to do that yeah. either. even if it's space. So. Sci-fi would not change your opinion on. I mean, uh, Samus doesn't go I to places where things are safe and good. Samus I, yeah. doesn't go to places with the CVS on every corner. Samus goes to like horrible lava planets full of monsters. I mean, maybe maybe she, it's cool between missions that we see in the games. Yeah, Samus hanging out in her apartment building, going down to the cafe at the first floor. Would you guys want to go on like a drinking a, a flat Metroid white. or a Zelda adventure or whatever? No, uh, including the danger. Yeah, the whole danger part. It, no danger I'm in. No, no, no <laughs> danger. Okay, what if it's just going to towns and you have like unlimited rupees and you're just buying shit? Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would do that. Like if I were just playing slingshot minigames. <laughs> I'm I'm the guy. Okay, so you're in like a, a Final <laughs> Fantasy world. I'm the guy who makes enough money in the fantasy world. Like I run an inn or something that I have the cash that I could just go to the weapons guy. And I'm like, you got a crystal armor set? Let me get that. Are you going to be an adventure? No, no, no. I just, you know, just in case. I just want to have it. So, you know, like I just have that stuff. I feel yeah. like I feel like if I was Link, there'd be like a scene of me like whistling, walking into a dungeon, just do-do-do-do, whistling. <laughs> and then immediately you see me whistling right out. I'm in there for <laughs> half a second maybe and I'm already whistling. Uh, yeah, you're like leaving. You're like, good luck with all that. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah. or I, I would be going to the milk bar. Uh, get some premium milk in, in the village. Yeah, get I would that. Just be going to the milk milk bar. Get that yeah. premium milk and picking up chickens and throwing them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't hit them because that's danger. Don't do that. Yeah, um, that's that brings danger. Um, yeah, I think if Ganon slowly started to take over the world and there was like an evil lightning cloud and a bad wizard imprisoned a bunch of friends of mine in crystals, I would just be like, "Well, I guess I'm going to keep running this library." Right. Yeah. yeah they, they, they're like. They're like, uh, okay, it's between you and John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to go fight John Cena? <laughs> no, no, no. You were the two candidates to go deal with Oh, the no, yeah, danger. let him do it. Absolutely. Yeah. John, do you think John Cena would want to? Yeah. Look I think how he big would. he is. I think he, yeah, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. He loves, he loves fighting. Yeah, okay. or, or I wouldn't be a professional wrestler either, but he would. Or they're like, or, or it's between you and Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rogan's not going to do it. I don't know. 
If it's me and him, I don't, I don't think it's getting done. <laughs> yeah, maybe if he's doing a podcast with the with the vampires. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if the if the quest is you have to take an ice bath. Yeah, yeah. Gannon wants to talk about taking ice baths. <laughs> Rogan's the guy. <laughs> yeah, I I would do I would I would do Mario Party. Gan- oh yeah, Gannon comes on. Rogan's podcast and convinces him that he should have imprisoned all the maidens and crystals and <laughs> thrown the world into a century of darkness. He's like, really? That's what it needed? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's like, that's crazy. Tell me more about that. I, I they, uh, they've got a, Dude, do you ever take DMT? Yeah, they got they had a video of Ganondorf smoking weed. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Ganon wins him over by taking one drag off a fat spliff, and then uh, Rogan is down for whatever evil shit he wants to do for the next hundred years. Yeah. Did you catch the Rogan with Mother Brain? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I knew enough to do a Rogan impression. <laughs> I would love... Some, some of the Rogan... We gotta get someone who can do a good Rogan I impression. Rogan. And, I can't do Rogan. And have him interviewing Mother Brain. <laughs> Mother brain, I'm gonna get you, my pretty. I, uh, that was a little bit of a it's like it's a very, Mitch Hedberg mother brain. Yeah, listen with Seymour is uh, the plant from uh, Little Shop. Little Shop is little kind shop, of uh, the Little Shop of Metro. Feed me, mm-hmm. Seymour. That's what they. Yeah. All right, top thirty. Uh, and this guy, this is a long Castlevania three section. Yeah, this thing's like twenty pages. Yeah, Jesus, it's like a whole book. Is this the one where it turns from day to night that you had? I was Castlevania 2. I had Castlevania 3. I had this one. Oh, okay. This one is more of a... The cool thing about this one is it has a branching path through to the castle. What what changes when it's nighttime? Do you have to go to bed? (laughs) (laughs) That's... Yeah, it's... Nintendo programmers built that in to make little little kids go to bed. (laughs) Every eight minutes. (laughs) Number five on the top 30, we got Ninja Gaiden 2. At number four, we've got Tetris. Uh, Andy, you want to do number three? It's your favorite. Uh, Mega Man 2. Mega Man 2. It's a good game. A great uh, game. It is a great game. Number two, Final Fantasy. Would you, you think Mega Man 2 is the best Mega Man? Uh, I, I really like Mega Man. I think two, three, four, really, really good. Does five and six drop in quality? They're still really good. I just, you're still getting that same Mega Man action, but I. Like in Mega Man 6, you have Jetpack, and I just feel like it's... It's kind of too much. It's too much. It's too much. And they start to get really hard. I feel like with Mega Man 2 and 3 and 4... They at least, harder? They're already fucking hard. They're already so hard. Well, I oh, just I, wait. I feel like that's the sweet spot of difficulty. Yeah. Well, or I guess one's really... One's like punishly. Like one's not fair. Yeah, one is... And then, and then it really splits off, and then Mega Man becomes for children and becomes absurdly easy, and Mega Man X is for adults and it's absurdly hard. Dude, Mega oh, dude, the Mega Man X is so good. The final stretch of those bosses of Mega Man X are unbearable. They're way too hard. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh Mega Man has to deal with this every like a lot constantly. Yeah. The if danger, he weren't the danger aspect. Da- the if he weren't aspect. a robot, he would be so tired. That's true. But since he's a robot, he's not. Yeah, well like I guess I wouldn't feel like worried about danger if I was a robot. <laughs> Number right? one in the top thirty is Super Mario <laughs> Brothers three. A good game. It's a it's a good game. It Actually, turns into a, a raccoon. Most of the uh, most of the votes for Super Mario three children and the people selling them the games. If you look at the breakdown of where the voting came from, yeah, players and dealers love Mario three. Pros uh, they want to play some Final F. Yeah, 
in Crystallis. I mean, I think it deserved the title. It's uh, it's the future. It's fine. I was shocked that the players, like in the top 30 of the players, they picked uh, The Simpsons, number 16. That game sucks. Hmm. But I guess it was, I mean, I also fell victim to that. Like, I love, I've lo- I love The Simpsons. I'll rent the game. Yeah. And it's Bart versus the Space Mutants, and it's awful. Yeah, the game's, I distinctly remember some, <laughs> they would get questions to the counselor's quarter where it's just like, how do I do this area? Because there's nowhere to jump. And the answer would be like, you have to jump on this one white pixel. Right. And yeah. you have to spray paint a fire hydrant. Oh. I don't know. That's there's an like adventure that game stuff. bullshit. Yeah, sounds sounds like a bad game. It's a bad game. <laughs> Classified Info has a hot tip to make Bowser a little cooler. Because it, if you go through the path right, he doesn't spit fire. I didn't, I didn't know about this. That's kind of cool. All right, take that, Bowser. Hmm. Yeah, ba- Bowser. Didn't know that. Take that. Fuck off, Bowser. Take that. Uh, they have a new they have a new section where pre in previous issues of Nintendo Power like. They used to have like three or four different new game announcement sections back to back, like new games now available and pack watch and uh, this other the thing. Now playing stuff. Yeah. Now they've just combined them into a thing that's two pages and the second page is just a spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, for, for the games you mentioned, I like uh, they've got Street Fighter 2010. I always love it when there's like old sci-fi stuff that's set in the time we're currently right. living in. Right. Yeah. And also, I mean, peeps, uh, uh, fans of this series know this, but Street Fighter 2010, the first Street Fighter game. It's the it's first. But it takes place in the future. Street Fighter 2 takes place in the present day, and it's, it's, it's a game that we know of as Street Fighter. Wait but a minute. Street- so this is a sequel to the original Street Fighter, because Ken is in it. But I always thought this was the original Street Fighter game. So there is th- this Whoa. is that original game. It was an arcade game, and it's super obscure because it had a really weird control scheme where it was like these bumper buttons that you could smush to do the attacks. Not practical at all. Street Fighter Two fixed it, but it had Sagat was in it, Ryu, Ken. So there was actual ah. characters. Were they called like Future Ken, Future um, <laughs> Future Ryu? No, and that's what makes this game so weird, where it's this standalone sequel starring Ken in the year 2010, and then they're just like, never mind, Street Fighter 2. That so it's, that's pretty wild, actually. Well, it's really confusing, because it's 20, 2000, Street Fighter 2010, the final fight, and there's also a Capcom uh, series of fighting games called Final Fight. Yeah, and there was a... <laughs> isn't the NES Final Fight Mighty Final Fight? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Are either of you at all like Street Fighter fan? Like, do, do either of you ever play? You said you liked Mortal Kombat, right? He's a big Mortal Kombat fan. I I have uh, negative memories of Street Fighter because I used to be part of a uh, uh, Taekwondo dojo, and they would have lock-ins, huh. and all of like the older kids would be what they had Super Nintendo and Genesis, and they would like kick my ass at Street Fighter because so I didn't mean I uh, didn't have either of those systems or yeah. the game. And I'm like, let's play, let's play Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters on NES, and they're like, huh, fucking kid. I had a okay, it's a bit of a bad taste in your mouth. Bad taste in my mouth. I had a positive. So probably the primary Street Fighter memory I have is in the dorms at college. Our RA was a dude that had an open door policy, so he'd just leave the door open and play video games. And he had Street Fighter Three Third Strike Ooh. on like Dreamcast or something. And uh, that was 
So you just go hang out with him and the other people on the floor and play Street Fighter, and that was actually really fun. I was not good, but yeah, that was a thing I could do. <laughs> we also played uh, Halo multiplayer yeah. on, on the, yeah. the LAN. Hey. We played like us two against a team of like four guys and one, but it took an hour and a half. One match. Oh. Yeah, this is where you had to have your own Xbox, your own copy of the game, your own TV. We found out if you plugged into uh, the, the Ethernet people. in the wall at the dorms and somebody else had an Xbox plugged into the same floor, it was on the same network. Yeah. So you could just play. Yeah, Halo. I mean, we were talking about Halo in our last. Uh, are you good at Are you good at Halo? Did you have any phase where you were pretty? pretty I I loved Halo. I got it on November fifteenth, two thousand one, when the system came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, right around the time Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone came out. Yeah, I remember, I, I remember we got an Xbox and I, we got Halo and Pac Man World. Oh, okay. And I was into the Pac-Man one. I think maybe I picked the wrong game. <laughs> hey, you didn't. I mean, how are you supposed to know? Yeah, so I, I, I was playing the Pac-Man game. <laughs> I remember, so I was working at Best Buy <laughs> when the Xbox came out, and they had a special event where they let all the ex, uh, the Best Buy employees go play Xbox games. And this was at the point, it was like summer, fall 2001, and the general consensus was, <laughs> dude, this is stupid. Why would Microsoft make a console? And then I went and played multiplayer Halo at this event, and I'm like, I don't know, guys. <laughs> this is pretty good. Right. Yeah, I remember being very impressed because uh, the specs on the original Xbox were better than my PC at the time. It's like an 800 megahertz Pentium 3 in that thing. Crazy. Mm. Yeah, probably 64 megabytes of RAM and an NVIDIA graphics card. That's what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's skip over NES Cheevers. Hey, we're here at Packwatch. Guys, Deja Vu is coming out. The kind of sequel to Shadowgate. Uh, Mega Man 3. All right. We don't have to uh, talk about introducing it. Introducing this slide mechanic. Finally. I once lost a bet. Uh, it was like $50. It was, I was convinced that the Mega Buster made its debut in Mega Man 3. Mega Man 4. Mega Man 4. Oh, was that was the it with you? Up? Yeah. Was it? You no. lost $50 to him? No, no. It was with somebody else. But I was convinced it was it was Mega Man 3. It was not. Uh, it was Mega Man 4. Uh, yeah, I, our bet was much, much more sinister. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Simpsons is on the next page. Uh, there's a Simpsons game coming out. They're green in this, uh, this scan. That's weird. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, and the uh, it's interesting The this picture of the Simpsons sitting in front of the TV looks just like the show. <laughs> why would they change the angle of that to be totally different? That makes no sense. Uh, they live in a square box, an orange box, and they're green. And then this, this next page about 1991 is crazy. You have Earthbound. Yeah, which never released. Which never came out. Uh, at least this version of it. You have SimCity, which I don't think came out on the NES. Both of those canceled NES games. You have Star Tropics, which, yeah, they, it was great. The yo-yo game. Yeah, the yo-yo game. Ma- Mike. Mike has a yo-yo. Star <laughs> Tropics. Have you really ever played the original Mother? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is on on, uh, on emulator. Um, it's fine. It's not as good as Earthbound on SNES. Yeah, I was, um, I was a big Earthbound fan and, and, and the sequel. Um, um, Mother 3. Mother 3. Ness Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I know people were like working on like a ROM hack for the mother one to make it like in the engine of earthbound. Oh, awesome. And I was just, and that 
I just waited for that to come out, and then it got canceled. So, huh. like, yeah, maybe I'll just never play it. I mean, they eventually Nintendo put out an official version of mo- of the original Mother. Was it on like Earthbound Zero on the Wii U? That's right. That's right. It's probably not worth playing, right? Or wait, no. Did they just do Earthbound or did they do Mother Zero? They did, they did, I think they did, they did both. Zero. Yeah, yeah. That, that's confirmed. But, confirmed by me. I, right I don't now. know why it's they, true because I say so. I don't know why they never released it. I, I, I maybe their research showed that it just wouldn't take off in the United States. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, that, it is ninety one, so it's like right at the NES life life cycle. Right. I remember. I mean, certainly Earthbound is my favorite game of all time. Um, wow. So I don't yeah, know. I, I missed opportunity. Yeah, I, I. I I wonder if they were just like, um, I don't know. Yeah, just, well, the weird thing too is like, it's weird that this, because Earthbound didn't do well at all. It was a total flop in yep. the U.S. And it's weird because the whole game's kind of based off the U.S. as well. Like, it's like right. the whole world's kind Eagle of in Land. Eagle Land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's the quintessential American boy. He has a baseball cap. A cute little backpack. He eats hamburgers think, and uses an ATM. Do you think the issue Americans were like, I already do this. <laughs> <laughs> I already call my dad to put money in my ATM account. My dad is a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I already go to Moonside, the yeah. world where everything is reversed. I already fight little bees who are in asteroids. I'm already friends with the Blues Brothers. <laughs> I'd like to point out in my PDF on this Packwatch page, it says Packwatch. Super Famicom. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's like a blown up. Uh, it's like the corner of it. Yeah, you're just getting the corner. Yeah, I don't are, know are, why. Are uh, you just going one corner at a time? No, it's just my my, my Nintendo PDF Power is full issue of is 4,500 pages long, guys. <laughs> I got some uh, page uh, 94, corner three. I've got some new thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but, but yes. Uh, yeah, that corner with the Super Famicom, it's also got some Super Mario World stuff. And this time around, uh, in the last issue, they had some thumbnails that did not look like Super Mario World. Yeah, this is a little more on brand. These look like Super Mario World. They got the football guys. They got some... Uh, Wait, how much two months of progress does? Is, is it... Yeah, I guess it is two months. It's two months. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. This I, I can't imagine how cool this must have been in 1990 to look at pictures of 16-bit Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, look at how garbage Earthbound Zero looks next to this game. It looks like <laughs> I, shit. I'm always, that's, maybe that's why they're like, guys, we fucked up. We put this next to, next to Mario World. <laughs> right. Kids are going to be like, uh, c- comparing them. <laughs> Don't compare and contrast. <laughs> One thing I'm always jealous of is I never got the, uh, the big th- moment of going into 3D with video games. Oh, it was always 3D. Oh, really? Well, Mm. no, tell me, tell me. Was it? Yeah, for me, it was always 3D. KP said something similar when she was on, where she's like, oh, you guys didn't have 3D back then. I was like, I guess not. Yeah, like I, 3D, when I, I had memories with The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time before I could develop memory. Mm -hmm. Like, by the time I had memory and was able to, like, remember things, Mm. I already knew how to beat the first three dungeons of Legend of Zelda. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ocarina of Time. You remember when Navi goes, listen, listen to me. (laughs) Uh, On this next page, I'm excited to report. So in the previous issue, they had a gossip gremlin who was just like, I don't know, Data East is going to do a game about a werewolf and there might be a comic tie-in. And it sounded like the most unfinished thing ever. Well, they have a preview here of the werewolf game. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't think any of these games came out. I uh, we got to check to see if this game came out. This werewolf has um, crowbars for arms, <laughs> or pry bars maybe is what it looks like. Uh, I I really gotta. Um, All right, yeah, I. Yeah, let's keep going. Celebrity uh, profile. Did you guys watch this show? This guy was on Kadeem Hardison. Different color, different world. A different world. Uh, no, nope. a little bit. He definitely is very familiar. Um, I would say he's sort of the iconic. When I think of that show, again, this is like a show like Cheers that my parents would watch and I didn't get that made me depressed. Sinbad was on it, right? He mentions in the article. Sinbad is one of the teachers, but his this guy's trademark on the show was he had those kind of sunglasses that would flip up. Yes. That's fun. Yeah, that was like his thing. So th- this is Kadeem Hardison. <laughs> He's our celebrity profile for fans of a different world. I don't hate it. And he's, he says that Starsky and Hutch would be a great game, the famous uh, show about Confederates driving around <laughs> the South. <laughs> Boss Hog coming after the General Lee. They're, they have sports cars with the Confederate flag on the top. Has not aged great. <laughs> it also, yeah, I, I, it's interesting that Kadeem is totally down with Starsky and Hutch. It was a less divided time in America. Apparently so. Uh, Nintendo Power Fest 1990. Look at all these uh, Nintendo Power Fest qualifiers, like this uh, almost 30-year-old man <laughs> from St. Paul. So it's a bunch of, there's a whole age range here. There's uh, two qualifiers were a dad and his son, Bruce and Mike, from Pittsburgh. You've got a 15-year-old from Orlando, a 13-and-a-half-year-old from Houston. Uh, there's a female finalist from Oklahoma City. It says, first female finalist. First female uh, triple F. <laughs> Good for her. Um, and then, yeah, this 29-year-old guy from St. Paul. Although I now see that the guy below him is 22 and looks about 48. So <laughs> he's from Phoenix. So I guess it's a full, full age range of uh, Nintendo fans. Yeah. yeah, it's the whole the whole spectrum, the whole every shade. Would you guys like it if your dad like obsessively played video games with you? Yeah, my phone fell out of my pocket. We're a mess. Yeah, Jesus, I can't even think now. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, my I, I my whole family gamed. You'd game with your dad? Yeah. Whoa! But it wasn't like necessary. Like he would just crush us at games. <laughs> like, it was like that's what of, I would do with my kids. Yeah, like it was just like kind of an ego. Like I think he'd be like, "Oh, hard day at work. Hey, you want to play Age of Empires?" And, <laughs> and I would like just play. Like I remember, like we play Age of Empires, and I would just be like at my own village and just go like I'm naming all my characters. I'm not playing the game. I'm just like naming characters, being like, "You go by the trees," <laughs> and yeah. These guys are by the village, and I'm not really making any progress. And you're suddenly, not you're not creating a uh, a massive army. Yeah, then suddenly my dad comes in with like a huge like <laughs> army of just like horsemen, and they just crush me in a half a second, and then I'm done. And then I'm the, and then he's, he's laughing at his like office chair, and then I go to bed. And now that, that's my that's, that's my actually really funny. <laughs> that's a, that's hilarious. I don't I don't think we said this is uh, so Nintendo Power Fest 1990 is the Nintendo World Championships for this year. So these are all the qualifiers. For the finals that we're seeing here, uh, paid oh, trip to that, Orlando, Florida, December seven to nine. That does go a little bit because, like, your parents probably never really had the opportunity to play games. Like, they probably games were shitty. Like, well, I remember my uh, really really we, we would play like Tetris together. My, my parents, did but like not, they, as kids, they weren't playing video games. My parent, my grandparents had an Atari on one side, 
Okay. I don't know about my mom's side. I have to ask about that. That Atari survived. It just wasn't functioning by the time I got Atari's my Ataris are shitty, it. though. Yeah, they suck. Can I tell you about a shameful memory? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know how an original NES, to hook it up to your TV at the time, you screw in the RF modulator to the little antenna port. Yeah. You turn the TV to channel three. You plug it into the AC adapter. You turn the power on. Brad, do you remember? Did you ever have to do this? Yeah, well, I remember like having to go to like a channel. Yeah. Yeah. So when my sister got an NES, we couldn't use it for several days because my parents couldn't figure it out. And we had to have one of my dad's friends come over to install it for us. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, how hard? Really? How hard could it be? I understand that you have to go behind the TV. This uh, is, I mean, this could be in a, like a Gene Shepard style <laughs> memoir. Right, a Christmas story. This is your Red Rider BB gun. <laughs> I just, I, I, I often wonder if he had been able to install it, would I be more handy around the house? Would I understand different drill bits and the, how to use a stud finder and stuff like that? Huh. And I think I had a bad example, so... I have to look on YouTube every time I have to do I mean, something. I, I have to say, like I, I, I really wasn't taught. Like I, I don't think I have like any practical skills in that avenue. I'm, I'm completely zero on everything. I mean, to be clear, you remember Andy that the parents renovated the living room, like Your parents in, in our old house. Yeah. yeah. So, and that took like five years. I'm, I'm curious because you like were your parents. Was your dad like very businessy? He worked. He was a workaholic. Yes, my dad was as well. So he was the type of good dad to go like, well, I got need something fixed. Someone else does it. I work. Hmm. I see. Um, yeah, I think I, my dad was that way. So I didn't really get the like the like it's like he wasn't like like I feel like if you have like more of a blue collar ish or just kind of more balanced yeah. dad, he's like, hey, I know how to change. I know how to fix an AC unit because yeah, like, it wasn't like that's a helpful skill. It was like, hey, Andy, let's learn about drill bits. <laughs> dad, <drops. laughs> <laughs> oh the God. front of the hammer han- hammers things in. The back of the hammer pulls things out. Pulled. I learned that when I was thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, I did just list that anecdote about my parents renovating their house, but like all that stuff feels like it took way too long and didn't wasn't necessary. It worked out in the end, is how I describe those those incidences. I feel like your parents were like more advanced than mine. They were like taking like enzymes and it, like drinking filtered water. They were That's true. They were like so ahead of their time. Yeah, there's my mom's very health conscious. I think that was a trickle down effect from my grandma who um she she puts all the she likes the decals that go on electronics to keep the radio waves from harming you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually do anything, but like there are also things that the parents did that were, that were health conscious yeah. for thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mom is like, mm, for lunch, uh, have have some Coke, have some Coke and some Fritos. Yeah, she would send you to school <laughs> oh, yeah. with like a bag of goldfish crackers, <laughs> a diet Coke. I did. I uh, I for probably a long stretch of time had for every dinner. Microwavable White Castle burgers <laughs> for a long stretch. Now, um, was that you or was that the fam- family planning? 
Uh, that, the, the family. Uh, that was lack of family. That was the family. <laughs> uh, I'd ask, what's, what's for dinner? You got, we had plenty of stuff in the freezer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's just full of White Castle burgers. Did you like those? Honestly, it wasn't bad. I didn't eat it. Do you still eat those now? No, I, I could never uh, it's like touch me, one of those again. Me and peanut butter sandwiches. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, peanut, yeah, now I have too. a peanut allergy. Yeah, I, I ate so I, much I could peanut butter growing up. Again. That, was, that was way too much of that. Is that that and uh, uh, Tostito pizzas? Ooh, party pizza! Party, yeah, oh yeah, love party pizza. So Howard has finally done it in the uh, dear readers letter in the next issue part. Uh, they're going monthly. They're actually going monthly this time. No more stupid guides. We did them all. Oh really? We're, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be a monthly Nintendo Power. So time is actually going to slow down. Oh, because now instead of every two months, we're going to be jumping ahead every month. When we record. And uh, who isn't excited for more Nintendo P's in their life? Honestly, I'm not for that. I'm just just hoping we get to the Nintendo 64 as soon as possible. (laughs) We got got about six years. (laughs) Yeah, we got six years. And thanks to this, about 70 issues to go. A lot more issues between me and the 3D world. But we'll start hearing about the Nintendo Ultra 64 probably in two or three years. It's like four four years, something like that, three years. Um, (laughs) Brett, is this when we go to a weekly schedule? No. Okay, cool. I don't want to do it either. (laughs) How much work was reading two of these magazines in one week? Oh, my God. Daily schedule. I have to edit this stuff still. Maybe, Maybe if we can get a producer... You didn't even ask. I don't know why I'm talking to you. Like, maybe if you do your chores, we'll be able to do weekly. I'm not not asking. Yeah, I know. That's why it's weird that I'm taking that tone. But, (laughs) hey, maybe if we can get a producer, uh, we could record every week. I I don't want that. No, we won't. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Players pull content. Players pull content. Four-player trip to Super Bowl 25 in Tampa, Florida. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Miami Dolphins. Florida. It's the local Florida Super Bowl. It's just Florida sports teams. <laughs> Most of the people in the stands are alligators. I bet. <laughs> the Miami Heat face off against the Miami Dolphins in Super Bowl 25. Do you think like the pe- the four little nerdy kids who got to the Super Bowl, everyone, everyone at the Super Bowl is like, what are these four Nintendo kids? <laughs> oh, these- welcome, welcome, Four Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the question. Did they get them four seats in the middle of the stands, or did they get the VIP treatment? Or did they get good tickets? I assume that they showed up to the box office and were like, oh, I won the Nintendo contest. And they're like, nosebleed section. <laughs> yeah, if you look at this, this picture um, where it looks like um, just like a bunch of asphalt, because the, the picture is so zoomed out, of the field that the people are like little specks. Um, they're up top where you can see like right at the edge of the stadium where you can see the freeway in the background. Right. Right. Does football do, <laughs> does football do like hockey kind of things where it's like the halftime show where like you kick a field goal and you get, you get a weekend vacation. Uh, the halftime show in, in football time is Prince comes out and exposes himself. Well, yeah, okay. during the Super Bowl. During, during the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I yeah. don't know what they do during normal football games. Yeah, neither do I. Maybe they do let a kid kick a field goal. <laughs> or do they, do they have something less important? Uh, you kick the field, bowl, field goal from the 50-yard line, they make you part of the team. Right. Because like that, that's an unbelievable kick. Like the movie Rookie of the Year. 
Yeah. Or, or maybe they like if you can a, if you can rookie of the year this football into that that fork from fifty yards away. They have a comedian come out and do crowd work. Yeah, they have, they have the Dice Man come out and do uh, forty five minutes. Yeah, so it's Andrew Dice Clay wearing a black suit, except he still has the clown horn to his shoulder, so he can go wow wow wow. Right, he goes hickory dickory dock. <laughs> he has a great bit about uh, never mind. Uh, and I swear to God, if I see this picture again of that terrible Nintendo Power T-shirt the third prize winners get that Howard has tucked into his pants, yeah. I'm going to scream. You threatened to do that last time. Oh, you heard me, did you? <laughs> You're one of the, yeah, I think you need to start. You need to start acting on your on your threats. Maybe it's uh, it's mock outrage. Maybe I'm just uh, joking around, playing my cards close to the vest, hoping for that uh, that pundit job. All right. Well, look, we 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 we're at the end of the magazine. We got to. Hey, we, we, we made it. We had to drop our we had to drop our ratings. Yeah. Uh, you know we've, <clears throat> the, we normally so normally we rate Howard and Nestor out of ten, uh, and lately we've been rating Garfield uh, out of ten. <laughs> yeah, has, you- has been the newest move. Uh, so we've been kind of doing a little cartoon swap. And well, so but, I feel like we've been doing Garfield for a while. So I, I've got just like maybe two different cartoon characters we could rate out of 10. I mean, what Razor, about, uh, Razor about, is in this one. So should we, we, we can do Garfield's fine. Still do Garfield. Or, I mean, or we can do different, like uh, maybe. We uh, just have to get the month. Uh, right. Lois and Stu, Stewie <laughs> out of 10. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Lois gets a 10 from me. What does Stewie get? You guys are sick. Ten. All right. 10s for both of them. <laughs> Peter gets a one. <laughs> yeah, Lowe's Peter and Stewie. Lo- <laughs> well, Peter's funny, so I got to give him a seven. Um, is he? Peter is. Peter is always good for a laugh. Peter's always good for a laugh. Lewis got to go ten. Um, <laughs> wow. And Stewie. Um, well, are we talking about which 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 Stewie are we talking about? Stewie old, on old Adderall. Stewie, old when Stewie. He's, oh, Adderall he's like Stewie? coked out of his mind. Yeah, I'll go six. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna give um, I'm gonna give the son a one. I'm gonna give the daughter a two. So Chris and Meg. Yeah, them. Um, <laughs> giggity guy gets a one. Quagmire. <laughs> Quagmire. That's Quagmire. Uh, Cleveland gets a two. I'm glad he didn't go for that one. <laughs> Wheelchair man gets a one. Uh, you, Joe. American dad gets a one. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Stewie gets a three. What does the alien from American Dad get? He gets a four. <laughs> and Lois gets a ten. What about the um, dad from Border Town? Uh, I've never seen it. That's that's a South, South, South Rogan movie. <laughs> it's a South Rogan movie. Okay. What about... Um, The Now You're Playing with Podcast Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Power Players Power Team. Music by Games Cameron. Find back episodes, send us emails, and do cool stuff at our website, nowyourplaying.com. That's your with an E, because we know how to do grammar. Uh, the security officer girl from the Orville, I'm going to give her yeah. a four. Um, what about Ted? Ted is funny. The teddy bear. Ted is funny. Oh, Ted the teddy bear? Oh, yeah. Ted gets a seven. What about Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg gets a three. 
Um, See, I would say nine. <laughs> do you like Marvel? Are you a Mark Wahlberg? You fan? already did your ratings. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, let's end this. Uh, I'm not done yet. The Rock Man and his husband from the Orville get fives. Okay. Um. What um, about what about the girl uh, from Friday Night Lights? What about on the Orville? The woman. Sorry. What Wonder about Woman. what about Cowboy Seth MacFarlane? Uh, from what? The cowboy movie he made? The live action cowboy movie? Mm, you remember that one? What does Luke from Star Wars get? That's a one. Did Seth MacFarlane <laughs> play him? Yeah. What's What about... Uh, well, uh, frankly, he's uh, in the Family Guy Star Wars special. So Star Wars is within the Family Guy universe. Blue Harvest. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep this couch. Uh, All right. He gets a three for that. Uh Honestly, the couch bit's pretty good.